You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. Welcome to the Faith Roots Podcast. So glad that you joined me today. And we're talking this month about the good fight of faith. So let's go ahead and go right to our text. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 12, New King James Version. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, to which you were also called, and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Now listen, uh, the good fight of faith is something that you're called to. In other words, it doesn't begin with you. It begins with a word from God. You go to the book of Hebrews chapter 11, and you read about all the great heroes of faith who had great victories. 90% of the people in Hebrews 11 had great outcomes, great victories. And even the 10% who suffered and were persecuted, those people still had words from God. They had a grace to enable them to go through their difficulty. So what I want you to see is that all faith begins with a word from God. If you don't have a word from God, you can't have faith. And so that's why it is important that we understand what we are called to. And that's the purpose of the word. It gives us our calling. Christ used a faith process on purpose to teach his disciples the workings of faith. What he did in doing this teaching, was not point at an instant miracle, but he pointed at a process. Uh, And remember, I said this, that what many people think is a standalone instant miracle is only the end of a very important process that Jesus began sometime before he actually worked the miracle. Listen to John 5, 19. He said, most assuredly, I say to you, The Son can do nothing of Himself but what He sees the Father do. For whatever He does, the Son also does in like manner. In other words, Jesus said that the miracle that you see didn't begin with the physical working of that miracle. It began sometime earlier when I saw the miracle being worked. All faith begins with hope, and hope is the ability to envision a desirable outcome or a desirable thing. That's what hope is. Jesus hoped before he worked his faith. God hoped before he worked his faith. We read that yesterday in Ephesians chapter 3. God hoped for this relationship with people whereby they could be placed into the body of Christ to be seated at his right hand. That thing is called the church. He envisioned it for ages before it ever came about. God hoped for the church. And then he actually created the church. There was a work that it took to bring the church about. But the hope for the church happened a long time before the works ever began. So let's take a look at this work of faith that began, that Jesus used to teach his disciples about the power of faith and hope working together. We go to Mark's Gospel, chapter 11, beginning of verse 12. Now the next day, when they had come out from Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves, he went to see if perhaps he would find something on it. 
When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. In response, Jesus said to it, Let no one eat fruit from you ever again. And his disciples heard it. Now, they were probably taken back by this. Why would he use his power on something as insignificant as a fig tree? Well, now we see the reason the next day. Verse 20 says, Now in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered away. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. Now, this word, have faith in God, this statement uh, needs to be explained because he is saying, literally, be constantly having faith in God. That's Kenneth Weiss' translation of the New Testament Greek here. Uh, the, uh, the margin says, have the faith of God. And so God's faith is on demonstration here. This is how God's faith works. God has an idea. He has an outcome that he desires. That's hope. Jesus had an outcome that he wanted. Then he spoke. There is no magic wand action here. Now, the process began immediately when Jesus spoke because the power of God affected the root of the tree, and by the next day the thing had dried up. But Jesus used this process to teach them how faith worked. And it's important because when we read the Gospels and we see all of these instant miracles, we think that great faith always gets immediate results. And that's not true because the thing that happened immediately was not begun when the manifestation came. It began earlier. It began when Jesus envisioned and saw this thing happening. God didn't create the world with a snap idea. It was something that he had dreamed of, he had hoped for through the ages past. When he finally said, let there be light and began the process of creation, it was the ending of a thing, of a process that had begun before. There is no faith without hope. Now, faith gives substance to what we hope for. It is the evidence of the things that cannot be seen. So the two of them work together. Now, Jesus is using this occasion to teach them a lesson on faith. And it goes on in verse 23 and said, For assuredly I say to you, whosoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things which he says will be done, um, the, the King James Version says, they will come to pass. That's an Aramaic saying, and it came to pass. Very popular. Uh, and, and we see it all through the New Testament, but it, it, it has roots in Aramaic thought. And the whole idea is a process. And it came to pass. That's a process. God works through a process. And he says, if you do not doubt in your heart, but believe those things you say will be done or will come to pass, he will have whatever he says. The idea here is that faith works like a process. We release our faith, then faith works on that thing and ultimately brings about a manifestation. Now, faith then has a beginning, which is hope. It has a release of power, that's the spoken word, 
and then it has an ending, and that's when the thing is manifested. So it's got a beginning, a middle, and an ending. It's in the middle where you have to continue to fight. That's the fight of faith. I'm going to give you a story about something that happened to me back in 1984, and I'm going to try to tell it very quickly, and hopefully you can see the process involved here. And as I was writing these things down, I thought, this is crazy. Every one of these begins with a W. The first thing that happened is this. I had a word from God. We were writing episodes of the Gospel Bill show. I had to go to a faraway state to a studio where we would record 21 episodes in five days. It was a tremendous workload. It burned up a tremendous amount of material. We were not doing justice to the the kids' TV show that I had envisioned, but it was a start. And so I was happy to have had the opportunity, and I thank God for that opportunity, but it wasn't God's highest and best, but it did get us started. Nobody Nobody ever begins something the way that it is going to operate. You always get into it and you see better ways to do it. And so as we were preparing this, I had a burden to pray. I started praying and this is what I heard the Holy Spirit say. If you ask me, I'll give you the television studio across the street from your ministry. All faith, every occasion, every time, it begins with a word a quickened word from the Holy Spirit. And that's what I had. The Holy Spirit quickened that in me. I saw it sometimes. It can be in in a mental image form, but there has to be a word from God. Uh, When Paul healed the crippled man uh, that listened to him preach in Acts chapter 14, he looked at him and he perceived that the man had faith. He didn't hear a word that the man had faith. He looked and he, he was able to see it. This man has faith. And then Paul said to him, stand up right on your feet and walk. So he saw something before he spoke. That's how faith works. It starts with seeing, then there is speaking. And so I had a word. I saw this studio and I heard the Lord say, ask me, I'll give you the TV studio that's across the street from your ministry. Now, there's another step involved. God never speaks without leading you to wisdom. And so wisdom would be, what will it cost to get this studio? How much is it worth? So I did my homework. I didn't run across the street to the owner of the studio and ask him to sell it to me. I did my homework and I found out what his equipment was worth. And there was an ethical way that I could do that because the studio published a rate card that listed all of its equipment. I sent it off to a television engineer who took a look at the equipment list and he could tell by model numbers. And when these things came out, he knew the approximate age of each piece of equipment. And he told me they were probably worth about a million dollars new. But he said, now that they're older, he said, this stuff is only worth about a half million dollars. Now I have some wisdom. I have a cost. I go to the guy and say, have you ever thought about selling your studio? And he said, no, I haven't, but let me think about it. And so he came back to me a few days later and said, "Uh, yeah, I'd probably sell. And I said, what do you want? He said, I want a million dollars. I said, well, that's a little more than I'm willing to pay. He said, well, what would you be willing to pay? 
And I said I'd be willing to pay a half million dollars. Well, I didn't know it, but his debt was a half million dollars on the equipment. So there's no way that he can sell to me this equipment because he just basically winds up with nothing. He can't continue to do his business. And that's the nature of electronics. Electronics go down in value very quickly. And that's what had happened to him. And so I went back to my office and, and pretty much said, okay, Lord, I know you spoke to me. Maybe you used that studio to get me to think about a TV studio. So we had a huge office building that we were connected to, and with one wall being removed, we had access to another big, huge television studio space. So I began to talk to the landlord about taking that space for a studio. This man, in the meantime, had a crisis, and he lost his biggest client, the one that he got the studio space for anyway. We had the same landlord. So he comes to me one day and says, Willie, don't lease more space. Take my space instead. I need to downsize. You need a studio. And so we were able to switch leases. Now I have an empty building. I still don't have any equipment. I have nowhere to record, but I do have a place to rehearse. I have a place to build sets. I have a place to, to work. Now what I did, I began to raise money. And that was the next thing. There is, first of all, a word. Secondly, there is wisdom. Now there is work. I began to raise money toward a television studio. I thought it's going to cost us $500,000 to get our equipment. So I began immediately to try to raise the $500,000. I failed. I was only able to get $50,000. But it was enough. It caught the attention of our banker who came to me and said, could we give you a loan for something? And so I began to investigate, and I said, yes, I could uh, borrow $450,000. I'd like to have it for 10 years. The bank said, we'll get back to you. Before I even got back to the bank, the Lord told me that they were going to say no. He said, but ask them for $250,000 for four years. So when we got to the bank and they turned us down, I said, would you do... 250000 over a four-year period. And he said, yes. Now, let me tell you how wisdom works. We're working and driving toward the bank on this, and my business administrator has a calculator, and he tells me what the payments will be on this $250,000. And so now I know that I can afford each month this because I have started to generate revenue with selling video cassettes of my kids' TV show. And so we get to the bank, they agree to loan us the money, and I don't even know what I can get for the $250,000, but with my fifty dollars and their two fifty, dollars I can get all of my recording and editing equipment, everything but the cameras. But I can still rent cameras. And so now I have what I need the most. I use the recording and editing equipment five days a week, only use the cameras one day a week. So if I'm going to buy anything, I need to buy the editing and recording equipment. So now I have a work that I've done, I've raised the money, and I am walking out the plan. Now let me go back over the process. There is a word, then there's wisdom, then there's work, and now there's a walk. And I am walking out the plan. Faith is a process. Starts with a word, then comes wisdom, then comes a work, finally a walk. There is a walk of faith. Now, we went six months without cameras. I rented and sometimes borrowed cameras to shoot my show. 
But one day, the manufacturer of all the TV equipment I had came out with a new camera that was one-third the price of the old cameras. So now I could buy three brand-new television cameras for the price of one of the old ones. That was my win. And at the end of about eight months or so, nine months, I had, no, about a year, I had a whole studio full of brand-new equipment, brand-new cameras. Everything was there that we needed. It was not a snap miracle. It was a process we walked in faith, and God brought us step by step everything we needed to do the job that we were called to do. So I want to say that to you. That's a process that may be helpful to you. All faith begins with a word. Then there is wisdom. Then there is work that you do. Then there is a walk, and finally there's a win. And that's how it all comes about. All the time I have for today, but we're not done. I'll see you tomorrow. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.